Hey y'all, this is Mallory Irvin and it's time for all of us to live fully. It's so important in this crazy world of ours that we stay connected, inspired, and motivated to be and do our best. And that's not always easy. I'm here with my guests and friends to share the stories and lessons we've learned to help you live your best life every day and truly begin living fully. Let's make it happen and get started with today's episode. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Living Fully podcast. I am thrilled to be coming at you guys in one of my favorite weeks of the year. So here we are, Thanksgiving week, and a lot of people take breaks during holidays, which we do around here usually, but I really wanted to do something special the week of Thanksgiving and bring on a friend of mine who was truly, I feel, the pioneer of the gratitude movement and is one of the most influential people in my life with this book that she wrote over 10 years ago called 1000 Gifts, A Dare to Live Fully Right Where You Are. And someone handed me this book. I'll tell her this story on the podcast. Uh, When I was in a time in my life where I was really struggling and that book has transcended times in my life where I was struggling to be thankful for anything around me to times of abundance, which are times like now where I feel like I'm really living fully. And she is just so amazing at writing about gratitude as a practice in hard times and in times of abundance and and really teaching us about how gratitude is about the little things. So Anne is a fascinating person and a friend of mine. And she's married to a farmer, mom to seven kids. She calls herself a mess. I don't think she's a mess. She has the best hair of anyone you've ever seen in your life. She is just so amazing. And this book that she wrote, 1000 Gifts, the one that we're going to talk about a lot today about gratitude, was on the New York Times bestseller list for 65 weeks. And it's sold more than one and a half million copies. And it's been translated into 22 languages. And I was sitting at the table with Anne at True Food. And I was like, how the heck did you do that? And she said, that wasn't me. That was Jesus. Um, So that tells you in a sentence the kind of person that Anne is, humble and kind and just a carrier of the most important message that there is. So I am thrilled to bring you a podcast about gratitude, how gratitude has changed my life and how gratitude can change yours, whether it's already a practice of yours or whether it's something that you're just now dipping your toe into. So without further ado, my friend Anne Voskamp. Hello, everyone. Okay, I want to start off this podcast by giving a special thank you to today's sponsor, CO2 Lift. I love the CO2 masks that I have been talking about. Technically, they're called a CO2 Lift Carboxy Gel Treatment. You can use it for your face, also for your body. I talk about it all the time for the face because it literally will transform your skin in like one treatment. I can see a difference. I do them all the time because it brings so much luminosity and hydration and so much youthfulness to my skin that I've been obsessed with this product for like five years and talking your ear off about it for years and years because it is fantastic. Helps with hydration. It helps boost collagen. It helps maintain that youthfulness, get rid of inflammation, a host of things. And especially coming into the holiday season with a lot of events, special occasions coming up, I highly recommend trying this mask out if you haven't. And I have a code for 15% off. If you use the code livingfully, 
at the link in the description of this podcast, you can get one of those for yourself with this discount. So try this out. Trust me. Okay, back to the podcast. So I am just so thankful to be bringing you guys Anne Voskamp today, my friend Anne. Hi. I am ecstatic and thrilled and honored just to get to sit with Mallory Urban, who is about as lovely as they possibly can come and as down to earth as as anybody would hope to be, get just to hang with. So just I so am no, it is a joy always to be you in your presence. You are so sweet to say that. So I've had this long journey with with Anne before Anne even knew I was having a journey with her. <laughs> now I'm so pleased to say that like I have I call Anne a friend because mm-hmm. we've gotten to share a meal together and now we get to text and, and you are the amazing persona that you are online is only a tiny percentage of this just beautiful person that you are in like reflection of Jesus. That's what I just have to say, knowing you in person, it was like a whole nother gift for me. Well, so. I, we sat out at a restaurant in Nashville as the rain came down. And I think we all hung out for like three hours and we talked oh. farm stuff and, and <laughs> country stuff and kids stuff. And, nitty gritty uh-huh. hard stuff and it was just it was grace upon grace Mallory grace upon grace it really was and mm-hmm. so speaking of the first grace the original grace so I, mm. we are in Thanksgiving week when people are listening to this podcast mm. it's going to be the week of Thanksgiving and Thanksgiving is just your thing I, I feel you were the pioneer and a lot of other people did too <laughs> of making gratitude and thanksgiving something that stands in the forefront of your life of your home of just the way that you exist in the world every day but you know what mallory it wasn't my default like i was not a thankful person <laughs> which i cannot i just cannot believe but you always say this i've heard you say it before sometimes no. we write about the things that we have trouble it's with true. it <laughs> is true because like we're trying to work a, a good big idea down into our lives and i was i was just raised with beautiful people who i love but they were perfectionists and nothing was ever because it, they were trying to make their lives good enough and they wanted me to do better. So I always saw my default was to see what wasn't good yet, what wasn't right yet. Because when you live sort of this in this perfectionistic kind of universe and reality, you are constantly going, well, we're not here yet. This isn't good enough. Not until we get this done. Like you, you see the lack. You don't see the abundance of oh. good that actually is. And, the truth? and I married a man. we were were, we were once in a little small group and they had like this this icebreaker deal and Mm -hmm. we each had to write down something that was kind of like our pet peeve and put it in a bowl and then everyone pulled it out Uh we had to guess who wrote it down (laughs) and and he wrote down on his my pet peeve is people who are not thankful and i thought oh my gosh <laughs> that is my pet peeve that is what that is what i tell people my pet peeve is too i am your well, husband I, well he really felt that there's <gasps> there's like oh there's always 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 something to be thankful for and what are you choosing to pay attention to his dad i say his dad his dad's grammar didn't actually punctuate sentences with periods his dad's punctuated sentence was thank you lord thank you lord <sighs> Thank you, Lord. Like that's the way he was raised. And I thought, you know, 
I want to be a person of gratitude and contentment because life is not an emergency, which I so how I had lived so much of my life, that life was an emergency when in actual fact, life is a gift. Life is a grace that I get to. So I've really actually, I, uh, 1000 Gifts was written 10 years ago. So we've just had the a new edition of the book has come out, the 10th anniversary edition. And I, it has kickstarted me all over again mm-hmm. to make this a priority. So I've been making a practice actually every single day when I get out of bed, the very first thing I say out loud when my feet hit the floor is today is going to be a day of amazing grace. And I say it out loud because I want that to frame my whole day, that it's all gift. It's all grace. There's, there's going to be hard in today mm-hmm. and there's going to be loss and lament. And the, I, I being a person of gratitude is not being a person who's Pollyannish at all. Yes. It's a person who can put on glasses to see the world as it really is mm. to be a person to say, yeah, this is really hard, but in the midst of this hard, there are still moments of grace. Yes. There are still good things that are still happening in the midst of deep loss and crazy kids <laughs> and wild oh. days. There are still, I can choose to pay attention oh, to the what grace a, and the gifts what that are right here. beautiful way to, to, to just, roll right into this because you wouldn't believe how many messages I get about things like this because, you know, living fully is such a big Mm. thing for me. And you know what? In rereading A Thousand Gifts, I didn't realize how many times you say live fully and living fully in that book. So I feel like that had to have sparked a seed in me <laughs> 10 years ago when Isn't I read amazing? this book. I it's love it just so much. Such a full circle thing. And because like, <laughs> whenever I got this book, it was, and I, and I love it that you just started out talking about how it's not Pollyanna. It no. can be born of darkness. It can exist beside darkness. Yes. It could be just this constant choice. Yes. So when I was handed a thousand gifts from this lady that I didn't know very well, I was emceeing this pageant. So I did the Miss America system. I told you like at, yeah. at dinner that day. Dinner. So she, I was going through a really struggling, a tough, very dark, the darkest time in, in my life. And people didn't know that. And you know, what's wild about it is a lot of it was born from perfectionism. So I understand how you understand that, that it is the opposite of gratitude. Perfectionism is yes. like the opposite. She handed me this book and this angel and she handed me the angel and I opened it up and the wings were broken off of the angel already when she gave it to me. She's like, oh my gosh, the wings are broken, you know, but I was like, this is so symbolic. Give me that angel that was meant for me <laughs> and let me see that book because I need it. And I read the book and still to this day, that book through my whole life is the most life-changing book I've ever read ever. I bought it for everybody for Christmas that year. I just, and I just read it again. And I was like, the the total transformation and journey from when I received that book and was practicing that from a dark place to practicing it in a place of light and vibrance and truly living fully. Gratitude serves me both in both times. It does. It does. What in that dark place, Mallory, what was the impetus and catalyst for you to start to pick up a pen and use it as a sword to fight for joy? Because I've talked to hundreds, thousands of people in dark, dark places. And sometimes taking that first step to start to write down the things they're grateful for, they don't even know quite 
how to do that. What did that look like for you? I think two, two things. I think I'm a big believer in signs and, you know, mm. that God places these things in your life. And <laughs> sure. I was struggling and in such a dark place and no one else knew it on the outside. So I felt very much like her handing me this little angel mm. figurine that was broken already when she handed it to me. Mm. And this book was in a way an invitation and a sign. And wow. I was so hungry for that and desperate mm. for that and praying for mm. that way out. Mm. So mm. this felt a little bit like a meant to be kind of thing. And I didn't read a lot of books back then. Nobody gave mm. me books. No one. I wasn't a big <laughs> reader. So the fact that and I started reading it in my hotel room at, mm. at that pageant. Wow. And the way that you write in that book is so mm. compelling. And the mm. way that you were coming from such a dark place after what had happened with your sister and mm. how mm. your family was coping and stuff, even though what I was enduring in my life wasn't as catastrophic as that event, but I still, felt yes. yeah. like you've described the way that you were yeah. feeling. I felt empty and desperate and like there was just no light and you compelled. And then I watched you through the book like being born again through this gratitude list. So you, you were the, what caused me to pick up that sword. (laughs) It was the sign of it. And the, Oh, this was, well, I think, you know what, for me, I grew up in a home with a lot of perfectionism. And by the time I was a young adult, I was really struggling with agoraphobia. Like I was, I was my first memory. You mentioned, alluded to it a bit there, Mallory, my first memory one of my very first memories is my sister was, um, my 18 month old sister was killed in our farmyard when I was four years old. And my mama and I were standing in the kitchen sink and we witnessed it. And by the time I was seven, like I was, I had an, had ulcers and was in the hospital. And by the time I was 19 years, I was, it's hard to say, but I was, I was cutting through my teen years. I just, not, I wanted to release the pain I felt in me that I wasn't good enough, that the world was a terrifying place where it terrible like your worst nightmare could happen in front of you um by the time i got to university i was having like full-blown panic attacks and mm. and struggling with agoraphobia and someone actually dared me to pick up a pen and she actually her name was linda linda mm-hmm. i'm gonna cry now <laughs> oh. linda linda dared me to write down a hundred things that i was grateful for it was in the month of november and i just liked it I mean, I'm the kind of girl that'll take a dare. You're gonna dare me, okay? Oh, yeah, fine. you do both. <laughs> yes. So I, I grabbed a pen and I started to write down the things I was grateful for, just on the back of this piece of paper. And I started to realize, hey, I'm not just writing down the things I'm grateful for. I'm writing down gifts that I've I've been given. And I took that 100 gifts and started to write down like, could I write down a thousand things? Yeah. A thousand count all the ways He loves me, and I could start to realize there's someone I could count on. If God's giving gifts in the past to sustain me, yeah. he will show up in the future and give me what I need. Even in the midst of dark valleys, there are still like, I'm in the valley of cupped hands. He's still going to hold me and provide for what I need in these dark places. So I, picking up that pen, using it like a sword for my fight for joy, because if mm-hmm. something steals your joy, something steals your strength, I'm going to start to write down the things I was grateful for. I realized, you know, I, I couldn't simultaneously feel fear Mm. and gratitude at the same time. So this antidote for anxiety was really writing down the things I was grateful for, counting all the ways that he loves me. His perfect love kicks fear to the curb. (laughs) And that really is part of my journey out of the dark was just seeing that 
there were moments of light all around me if I was willing to pay attention to them. Yes. And so many times we only, not only the majority focus on the negative, but only focus on the negative, the lack, the things that are going wrong, the things that have gone wrong in the past. I know. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. And I think so many people, you know, they come to this podcast or they come to your book or they come to whatever thing it is. And they say, I want to change my life. I want to change my life. Like I know what I'm feeling, what I'm living isn't quite right in the way I'm meant to live. And it's sometimes not this overhaul of everything. And like you say, you don't go at it as like changing your life. It's just shifting your perspective and gratitude. There you go. There I mean, you, that, go. you just encapsulated it right there that joy is a function. So if we want to get to joy. We want to get to live fully yes. right where we yes. are. So that, that's, a, that's about joy. So joy is the function of gratitude. Gratitude, oftentimes you think, well, when, th- when things get better, I will be grateful. But really, exactly. joy is a function of perspective. All I don't have to change my circumstances in my life to get to live fully. Mm-hmm. I just need to change my perspective right where I am and to see that there's so much good in these moments right here. And yes. the more I pay attention to the good moments here, the more I... St- the good moments start to grow because I'm paying attention to good moments. It's so true, though. It's like it's like a magic multiplier. Gratitude <laughs> is. It is this. Just it's like cheap and off the shelf. You just grab it. You put it into the recipe, and it just multiplies well, it to where it overflows. Well, I've been so guilty of this. Oh, I've lived my life like it's a like there's a waiting room outside of my real life. And then I'm just waiting. If all these other parts and pieces fall in place the way I've imagined them to be, I can move out of the waiting room of my life into real my life. real life where I, I will get to finally. That. Yes, exactly. You did. Exactly. Yes. Like we're right. the same. I will, I, will, I will move into my real life, the, 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 my life where I will get to finally live fully, huh. as opposed to realizing but there is no waiting room in life. You're living it right now. And if we can wake up to the gifts and the grace right here, and I, I quoted 1,000 gifts. I think it's a, a poem from John Piper, that there are eyes and pencils and pens. That when we start to write down the things we're grateful for, the pen has eyes. We open our own eyes to see, wait a second, this is my real life right now. I can live fully right now here with these kids in this house, yes. with this with job, these with these relationships, as opposed to like, I don't want to wait anymore. My life is happening right now. Yes. Oh, I love that. Like the pens and the pencils have eyes, like, and you, it yes. just opens these. Uh, what a yes. beautiful way to say that. Every, every headline, every news oh. broadcast. I mean, they're, they're selling fear all of the time. Mm-hmm. They're selling the dark all oh, yeah. the time mm-hmm. and, and catastrophe. And I, I'm sorry. I I'm I believe that living fully means that my joy is my strength. So what am I going to do to fight for joy? And that that means intentionality. But I so actually I've been carrying around. I mean, we are all carrying around our our phones, but to use it as a camera all the time. Oh, look mm-hmm. at that's a beautiful picture. Not just selfies. Yes, <laughs> but like. <laughs> There's there's a beautiful patch of light on the floor right yeah. now. The sky looks gorgeous right now. Using 
using social media and Instagram feeds and, and stories to like, let's capture beauty all around us to actually do war against the dark and the negativity and the pessimism all the time. A moment this morning, like our little girl was sleeping on the couch. And I thought, I'm going to memorize this moment of grace mm-hmm. right here. And I think sometimes we think living fully means I'll have more mm-hmm. as opposed to living fully means I'm going to stop in this moment and I see this beauty and it's going to enlarge my heart more. It's going to, to, to make me feel, stretch my hands wide open to receive this moment. Mm-hmm. And that is what enlarges my, my heart to live more fully, Mallory. Yeah, You know what you said in the book, and I'm going to quote it, and it's going to be wrong, but you said something like, you always thought God's gifts were stacked on shelves, one over another, <laughs> over another. And as you became more you know, Christian and a better, you would get more gifts from him and more. And you said something like you realized that they were one beneath the other and you found them by getting smaller and realizing these things in your life that you already had. And man, is that a line and a lesson? Well, I think we think that the good gifts are up on high shelves, that if I strive, I climb higher, I, I grow, whatever, in status and power, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. The gifts are up high for the people who have climbed higher than everybody else. When in actual fact, I discovered, oh, I can get serious. The gifts are on the low shelves when I become humble and small. And I see the grace and the gift of my, the kindness of my husband right here. What it's like to light a candle at the end of the day and sit down at the table with my, my kids. Stopping in that moment and seeing my little girl sleeping, picking up her toys, the gifts are small and they're little right here. And that's, that's where we grow. Gratitude is this teeny tiny seed that we plant that grows the largest miracle in the midst of it all. Yes. And, and I, I, I really believe that the joy, I mean, everywhere around us, it's joy is found if we can have deep enough pockets to buy more and consume more. When in actual fact, joy is found in the relationships with the people we have right here and that the whole earth right around us is full of this glory. If we can slow down, Mm -hmm. hush all the hurry and in humble moments with humility, receive every moment as a grace Mm -hmm. and a gift. Light a candle at the end of the day and write down the things that I'm grateful for. Yes. Oh, I love it so much. You know, and what I've learned from you and what I think is a distinction as gratitude Mm. has become such a buzzword since you Mm. have written about it 10 Mm. plus years ago. Now it's like every motivational coach or every young person (laughs) that's spouting something off on Instagram. It's like gratitude list, gratitude list, gratitude list. However, what I've learned from you and Mm. what I keep coming back to is it's not the general sweeping gratitude of I'm thankful Mm. for my family, thankful for my life, thankful for my job and my and my (laughs) big things. It's these tiny things that you really cannot say from memory. You can't repeat after your parents. You can't say it's different. Why do you think it's different? I think I'm it was the dare to push myself to write a thousand gifts because if, I, had if I'm just little ones, I had to find little ones. Yes, and then okay. I, I started to think that, oh my goodness, my life is full of like all of these moments yes. and I could wake up to all of my moments and I start to live fully because I think if it's just like a gratitude, I write down five things and I can write down the f- same five big things. Yeah. And I think that that's why on Instagram, Facebook, we share like the joy dare, which actually gives you three pumps 
because sometimes people find it really hard to start to look for things. So we dare you to look for teeny tiny little things, all the things that were yellow today. Because what it really is, is can I wake up and notice things that I'm not really yes. noticing all the time? Yes. <laughs> so I think it's, it's a, they dared to do a thousand that push was really a dare to wake mm-hmm. up. And I think, um, but you know what? All of those people who are talking about gratitude, they're right. The research says that if you pick up a pen and write down just three things that you're grateful for every day, you will be 25% happier mm-hmm. for free. Who doesn't for want free? to be for free? And I mean, the, the people who, they studies, I mean, if you read um, Dr. Emmons, E-M-M-O-N-S. Emmons. A fabulous research in positive psychology. Talks a lot about how gratitude has changed lives. And he talks about the fact that people who have a practice of writing down what they're grateful for, their research shows that they... 33% more of those people exercise more. They have a half an hour more sleep. They have lower blood pressure. All of the, it, because really what we're, your life is so much about what you choose to pay attention mm-hmm. to and, and choosing to pay attention to what, what can I be grateful for today? What are the gifts in my life today? It's not just changing your heart. It ends up changing your whole body. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, if, and we, should- if we really believe, if we really believe that the body keeps score and I'm choosing to pay attention and write down a thousand things I'm grateful for, the score in my body is going to become mm-hmm. more healthy, more whole, yes. more joy filled. Yes. And you know what I think too? I think a lot of people make excuses to not do something that they know will change their lives. Or I think mm-hmm. a lot of people say, well, how can I be grateful when all of this around me is just a struggle and darkness and hard? But mm-hmm. like I said, if you read, Anne's book, you're going to see that that's what hers was literally born of. But you know what I've heard you say too before? I don't think this is in the book, but when you talk about relationships and how gratitude can like transform relationships, that really interests me because I think the people that live around you and are around you, you have a lot of people around you and has six children <laughs> and a husband. Seven. And I'm seven, 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 seven crazy kids. Seven crazy yes. kids. You had six when you wrote the first years. book, I think. Yeah, I did have six. Yeah. Yes. So I always see six, six, six in my head. <laughs> so, and then your husband, and I think that's a really hard Eucharisteo for people are yeah. our relationships. Our, yeah. You can, it's easier to be like, okay, I'm doing this and I'm going to write down these things and I'm finally noticing. But I love to also use gratitude in relationships because so many times we want to look at our children or our spouse or our parent or in-law and see all the things that like they've said or done or, oh, Christmas is going to be this way or Thanksgiving because this is the way that they are. And I think going into Thanksgiving season, we can use gratitude Yes. Just love the people that were put in our lives for a reason, even if they challenge us. And, and love them for who they are. Without expectation. Without expectation, I have to change. Actually, yesterday was a like I actually think I, I, I totally resonate and empathize and get when you say, Well, I there's just so much. How can I give thanks when this is happening in my life? And for me, the when this is happening in my life. Is my my red signal on my dashboard that now is the time is exactly when I do need to start giving yes. thanks. <laughs> so that when I'm feeling deep grief, when I'm feeling deep frustration, I use gratitude 
as a stress intervention. I use gratitude as a perspective shifter for me. So it's not, I I don't wait until something happens. I'm when I'm feeling that way, that's my sign. Okay. Now I need to start giving thanks. So like yesterday was a hard day. I was frustrated with some situations. I was cleaning up the kitchen and I actually started to say, I can be thankful for, and I started to go through people in my life and I, what could I be thankful for? somebody had left like I could focus on the fact that who left all this stuff out on the countertop mm-hmm. and why is the garbage like this <laughs> and I'm not saying not to have boundaries not to go ahead and have a conversation you can go ahead and have a conversation but that whole conversation is going to look very different if I come at it from a posture of yeah I love you and I'm so grateful for all of the great that you are doing mm-hmm. in my life and in your life so I think if we can go ahead and as we move into the holidays and you're right Oh, Mallory, it's such a tender time where we have so many expectations of what the family gathering is going to look like and perfection can rear its ugly head that the holidays will look like this. And I I think if we can go ahead and intentionally say, I'm not just going to write down moments of what I'm grateful for. How can I go ahead and in my key relationships, when I'm struggling with people, what can I write down that I'm grateful for about in that relationship? I think that can go ahead and take a lot of pressure off of the holidays Mm -hmm. and infuse a much deeper sense of joy, which is ultimately what the holidays is about, that we actually really love these people. There's so much joy in this gathering that I want to go in with eyes of gratitude and not... um, not vulnerable to how easy the expectations just constantly want to shift our focus to the lack and what isn't. Yes. And if you can just strip away all of that, like joy, you're right. Joy is what the holidays are all about. And it's so wild that as time goes on and more and more and more become part of our culture and our lives, and we want more and more and more that we have to fight. Joy is so hard won. It is. But you always talk about embodying living like in a posture of gratitude always yes and man what a way to go into the week of thanksgiving embodying gratitude is doing that with the relationships i love that i love that i think i think i think what really starts to change is when we don't see thanksgiving just as a holiday one day on the calendar Mm -hmm. but thanksgiving is going to be the posture of my life all of my days because I want joy in all of my days. Mm-hmm. And I think lots of times we want to change our lives in these big ways. But you're right, Mallory. Living fully is about this. What can I intentionally do today mm-hmm. to start to shift my perspective? And honestly, there is always, always, always something to be grateful for. We've gone through a really a dark year. My dad was killed in a terrible accident. Mm-hmm. And, um, yes, you know, I wanted to curl up in a ball and not get out of bed for a long time. Like it was just, I thought, no, I'm going to fight for joy. When, when we've lost somebody, we start to realize like, I don't want to take my life for granted. I want to take it as a gift. So if I, if, uh, what does that look like? That looks like, you know what? I start writing down all the things that I'm grateful for. My sister and I start to text back to each other to fight through, deep grief like what could we be grateful for right now we start to send each other's pictures of the sunrise pictures of the sunset i think you know if you're fighting for joy in a dark time do it in community find somebody that you can text your gratitude list i have a i have a friend a guy out of texas who um mentors between 15 and 20 young guys university guys 
every year. And um, their practice at night is they text each other the things that they're grateful for. Oh, so he sent me he he sends me screenshots from these university guys texting back. And when they get to, but when they get to hard places, like some of some of these young guys, one young guy had a dad killed in an airplane accident. Another young man had his mom was diagnosed with um, breast cancer. When you had the practice already of gratitude, your eyes were already open to see that there are gifts in those dark days. So that practice of gratitude, it's like, it's like a, a gratitude muscle and you're fighting so that I know that in crisis, what, do I, what can I do? I, can, I know in crisis, I can be strong through this because I know I, what can I give thanks for? What can I give thanks for? So how can you keep flexing your gratitude muscle yes. so that when you hit the crisis, you know default. It's like a muscle memory. I know what to do through this. Exactly. Exactly. And I know that you said somewhere in the book that you said, like Paul in the Bible said, you have to learn it and then practice it. I think yes. so many times we learn it and we think, check that off the list. I've got it. <laughs> now, where is the perfect life? I'm waiting. But it's a practice. <laughs> practice and it's a constant practice until it becomes and then you have to relearn it again and again i'm sure yes. you even have had to as yes. a professional of gratitude no, I'm not, I'm not. <laughs> but you know what i think it changes i think what really is a speaking of those relationships and going into the holidays and what does it look like in our relationships in our relationships with our marriage our marriages our kids entitlements can just undermine everything where a sense of entitlement about when our kids have a sense of entitlement, when we can have a sense of entitlement in our own adult relationships and gratitude is a way to fight back against entitlement yes. to change our perspective. So I think, especially in families with kids, how can we, how can we go ahead and help kids moving towards from Thanksgiving to Christmas to fight this attitude of entitlement and me and start to see, look at, my life is already great. Look at all of these gifts that I already have. I met a teacher last week in um, California and she said that she had, she had started her own gratitude journal. And so she, she invited her class to start their own gratitude journal. And so far she's taken 1200 kids <laughs> through their own gratitude journals. And she says she has kids who write her back in high school saying, you know what, the best thing I've ever learned is that you taught me how to be a grateful mm. person. Wow. That yeah. And I think, cool. yeah, to, to give our, our young kids a gift of yes. what they can be grateful for, whether that's a practice around the dinner table, whether that's a practice as they get into bed, it's a great way to review the day yeah. as opposed to, you know, yes, what were your lows during the day? And then what were your gifts during the day? Okay. So I was going to ask you, like, how do we do that with our kids? Thanksgiving week can be a jump start. You can make yeah. a goal of making it a year of Thanksgiving. And that's what I was going to say, because you do so many beautiful things in the other books that I've read of yours, like where you're creating the ornaments for the, the, the tree. Yes. And like, you have so many beautiful practices that you do with your family. Well, I think, I think you're right. Everything has to be practiced, right, Mallory? Like, yes. I, I need to keep practicing. <laughs> <laughs> we all got to practice. Yeah. Yes. We did not come out um, with no. this being one of the God-given natural things. But man, are the things we fight <laughs> for, the things that end up being the shining stars in our lives and yes. the things that crack open this yes. vibrant life. Yes. Yes. Um, and, you know, with kids, it can be as simple as a stack of sticky notes. And, and they can go ahead and draw a picture of what they're grateful for or write down one word. And I, I mean, I've 
people have sent me walls that they've got covered <gasps> with the things that their that. kids have all made with sticky notes that they're grateful for, or that they have a chalkboard in their kitchen or in a hallway where they go ahead and every day when they walk in, they write down the things that they're grateful for and how it radically changes the tone of their home when like, where is a place that we're just going to have a testimony to all of the gifts in our life that sort of becomes our joy board. Oh, I love. Okay. This reminded me because 10 years ago, I took this big poster board and we lived in a condo, my sister and I, and put a poster board on our door. So everyone that came in and out, that was the only door in and out of our condo. So everyone that came in and out literally saw the things that I was writing on there that I was grateful for. And I'm going to do that again. I'm so glad you just reminded me about that because what an amazing, everybody that walks into my home and out of my home. And they also, <laughs> I made them add to the list. <laughs> so I love that. What a great thing that we could all do. Because you know what? Gratitude is the doorway to joy. And look at that right there. You're making, you're making your list right on the door. On the I door, <laughs> on the door as the doorway to joy. It is oh. just, you know, sometimes it baffles me, but then I remember I do it in my own life every day. When we know the answer that we have, pr- we have practiced the, the thing and seen the breakthrough, we know the answer, but we listen to the noise of life. We listen to the noise of life and we forget. We have to remember again. This was me remembering again. Well, I th- that remembering, I talk about, I mean, just this past week, I was talking about it on Instagram, that remembering, when we remember to give thanks, the broken parts of our lives are remembered, put back together again. And I really believe that the practice of gratitude, as long as we keep remembering to do it, we are remembered, put our broken places, put back together again, made whole again. That's how we live fully is if we can remember to give thanks and that, that wholeness, that fullness comes as a parts and pieces of our lives are remembered and put back together. Mm, That's so beautiful. Okay. You, this has been like the most beautiful gift of a podcast to me. Oh, to me, to me. Do you know, I, I, you just, you actually, Mallory Irvin, you live fully. You truly actually incarnated, embody it. It is pure joy to be in your presence. So get to talking, to get to talk about how to live fully right where you are and take that dare and write down a thousand things you're grateful for. You've been a tremendous gift for me today. My heart is enlarged with your presence, girl. Mine is too. Mine is too. And I love this full circle thing. You know, 10 years ago, if you told me in this very dark time in my life Mm -hmm. that the author of this book that had lit that first spark in me, what I would be having a conversation with where I feel like I'm actually living fully and trying to help other people do the same. I mean, I wouldn't have believed it. First off, I would have been like, well, dang, what happened to me? Like, in between them and, you know, awesome. Can I do it now? Because I, I want to get there. But um, what a gift. What a gift. And yeah. I'm so grateful just to, to have come across your work, but also mm-hmm. just to know you and mm-hmm. to have remembered the power that is gratitude in unlocking a full life, a joyful life. And what a perfect podcast going into Thanksgiving. Wow. Wow. I am so grateful that we don't have to just celebrate Thanksgiving one day of the year. But if we choose a life of Thanksgiving every day, we see that every day is worth celebrating. Yes. Oh, and you're just a gift to the world. <laughs> I'm so glad that you um, are on this earth. Thank you. And thank oh, you. Oh, and um, I, I'm going to track with you. We can't wait to see 
your doorway of joy with all I of those wait. grateful sticky notes or chalkboard or whatever it's going to look I'm like. I'm going to send you a picture. I'm going to, I'm going to wait for that. Thank you for helping us all leading us all into living fully Mallory. Well, thank you. You are the leader. I'm just, um, Mm -hmm. I get to be a vessel um, (laughs) to display that. So thank you so much, Anne. Thank thank you you to everyone who's listened to this podcast. So if you follow Anne on Instagram, it is a constant well of inspiration Mm. and just goodness. And she's written so many more beautiful books besides this one that focus on so many other things that are as life-changing and and joy filling as the one that we've kind of talked about today. And um, I'm going to link all those books. And because you know, the other one that I really like that I'm going to do this year is the Advent one. Um, I think it's been about five years since I've done the or four or five. When was that one written? Four years ago? Five years? Uh, We're probably five years, but Mm -hmm. you should the wonder of the greatest gift is the kids version. And when you (gasps) open the book up, a tree pops out of the book and then yes there's a the wonder of the greatest gift and it comes with a little booklet (gasps) and you open the book and the kids get their own little 3d paper tree and it opens up for the they have advent little ornaments to hang for every single day oh so they're short they're short little readings but again i really believe it's a practicing something over and over and over again. So taking those little ornaments and hanging it to the kids, it's perfect for beside a kid's bed. You can go ahead and Amazing. just read it every night and they hang the little ornament and they have their own little Christmas tree. That is such, oh, I'm so glad you told, I don't know how I didn't know about that, but I'm so glad but you no. just told me. So, and actually it's great that, because you can do the greatest gift is the adult version. So mama yes. can read hers, but then the little kids have their own teeny time with the same verses focusing on the same thing. So mama has her ornament, little kids oh, have their it. ornament. So it's a whole family journeying together towards Jesus, who is the greatest gift. Mm. Whoa, whoa. Well, this was the greatest <laughs> gift. And I can't wait to do that. I'm going to share that process. I'm going to put the poster on my door. And I hope that everyone yes. who's listening oh, to this podcast today uses this Thanksgiving as that thing that ignites the fire of Thanksgiving. That is mm-hmm. a whole year long practice and then a lifelong practice because it is a practice that we practice. What a what a blessing and a gift and everything you are, Anne. And thank you so much to you. Thank you for everyone who's listened to this podcast. And Anne, I'm going to see you in January. Yes. <laughs> when you yes. Come in. And it's not just happy Thanksgiving. It's happy every day of Thanksgiving. Happy I Thanksgiving. love it, Mallory. <laughs> I love it. Well, thank you so much, Anne. And thank, thank you to you. everyone who listened to this podcast today. Tune in next Monday for more. Thanks for joining us on Living Fully with Mallory Irvin. And remember to subscribe so you don't miss a single minute of encouragement and inspiration to live your best life. Want more? Join us on MalloryIrvin.com so we can connect with you on Instagram and YouTube. Start living your life now. You've only got one. We'll see you next time.